0: Hello and welcome back to the Schooner Pod. I'm your host, Bobby Howard. With me today, we've got Jameson Maxwell. And folks, this is, it's hard to call it an emergency pod because everyone and their dog has kind of already talked about it already. Bit of an emergency pod. It's a special Cruden Corner episode. And uh, Jameson, the news we got yesterday of the commitment of five-star defensive lineman David Stone, that's big enough for an, its own episode. Uh, so let's just go ahead and cut to the chase, dive into it, um, and talk about David Stone. Uh, number number six overall um, compo- like in the nation by uh, 247's composite. Uh, he's the second defensive lineman uh, in their rankings as well. Massive, massive get for the Sooners.
1: Yes, and let me tell you something. OU fans love to go all doomsday like the people on Sooner Scoop call it. Also, people love to just freak out, and we shouldn't have fr- freaked out about David Stone. I've been saying this for a long time now save your nerves for something else. And I understand things got a little bit shaky at the end. Some people were worried about Miami. Some people were worried about Alabama. We can talk about that for a little bit. But when it all comes down to it. This guy was an Oklahoma kid through and through. And if anyone worried about this too much, I, I feel really bad for you. I'm sorry. But I'm glad that you got good now.
0: It was, it was not worth the worry uh, in the end. He went where everyone expected him to go for the, the longest time. Uh, oklahoma, uh i had an offer out to him for what two years uh an entire different uh recruiting er, sorry uh coaching staff ago so um this guy felt destined to go to oklahoma looked a little rocky there here and there just in terms of drama he definitely loved to uh stir it up a little bit you know throwing the you mm-hmm. up uh, a couple of days ago and from what it sounds like and i don't know if i buy it him saying mm-hmm. he made the decision in the moment you know, he looked at no, the one really. that he had
1: reached for it. Like, come on. I, 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 I don't know how much I believe him on that one. That That's complete baloney and everyone knows it. And here's the thing. I'm going back to our text. I know um, I got a text from Bobby one week ago from today. So uh, things looking real bad on Stone. So, Bobby, you are also guilty of freaking out a little bit. This past week, things got got nerve-wracking. You know, we hear about, like, oh, David Stone's mom likes Miami a little bit better. He might want to actually, like, live with her in Florida. I understand people started to worry about that. And then people were talking about, oh, Alabama might be creeping in. Like, when Nick Saban comes in, even if it's a little bit late, because he was late to this party, um, it's absolutely top three was Michigan State miami and oklahoma but when nick saban comes knocking you have gotta listen to him so i understand the freak out but all in all we should be absolutely ecstatic here because this is not a consolation to williams to winery you know this is a guy that is a game changer for the rest of our future and as the oklahoma team moves into the sec this is not a consolation frame it in a better way this guy is a game changer for us in the future Absolutely, he's he's absolutely big time. Um, getting a guy like this, it
0: I mean, when you're thinking of defensive linemen of this caliber that OU, um, like that OU has gotten, you you go you go to Gerald McCoy, you know, you go to uh, Tommy Harris, those type of names. This is a big, big, big deal. Um, and yeah, yeah, you can't let you can't let what what happened with Nwari uh, affect this like at all at all so uh
1: absolutely just thrilled about this and it's, it's one thing you know like five star defensive linemen we've had in the past um you know are committed in the past they've sometimes been in the 20s and the 30s this guy's a top 10 talent this is a guy who went off to img which takes a lot of talent to begin with coming from dell city like this guy is an absolutely special talent like his wingspan is huge he gets to the path um gets to the quarterback Man, he is going to be a lot of fun. You bring him in with PJ Atabuare and what they can bring in the pass rush, him in the middle and PJ on the outside. I'm like, I'm not even going to talk about the rest of the pieces that we have on the center defense. Like this guy is a foundation of a special, special unit that we've got brewing. And he's so complimentary with Atabuare, too. Like those guys do so totally different
0: things and they work in tandem together. It's incredibly exciting thinking about them playing together. Uh, stone to me. I I feel like he He's a day one type of guy who can really make an impact on this OUD o- D mm-hmm. line. Um, and we've talked about how they've shored up a little bit. This is a different, area, totally different situation. He is, he's, he is a next level guy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, am honestly ecstatic because we're seeing in this class, especially and in the, and then the next class, even so like even more so that we are retaining a lot of Oklahoma's talent right now, and I think it is so, so important. How many times do we talk about on past podcasts, Bobby, of like we missing out on big-time Oklahoma talent? Whenever you have a guy like this come through Oklahoma, if we missed out on him, that is a panic. You're absolutely right. We need to retain our in-state products because Oklahoma is not a Georgia where Georgia just breeds football talent in their state. Same thing with Texas. Oklahoma doesn't get that. We have to go to other states for the most part. But whenever you do get a top 10 guy in the nation um, like David Stone, you've got to solidify it.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, as we've talked about on the show many, many times, that's been a thing OU has kind of failed to do in the past. And as we'll talk about a little bit later, it's something they're improving on uh, significantly. any final thoughts on stone before we talk about a little bit about where this class is headed next, uh, as well as a couple more um, commitments we've picked up over the past couple days.
1: Yeah. Um, we just stay blessed about this. And I there, I just don't see a scenario where he decommits at this point in his um, recruitment. He's been playing this game for so, so long. If he's going to come out and make this decision publicly I just don't see how something would change in the coming months. Like, there's some guys where it's like, okay, they made this decision. They made it really early on in their decision making, um, you know, timeline. And whenever it comes December, yeah, they could get, you know, moved to decommit and go to another team. David Stone is not one of those guys. He's not a latecomer. People have been looking at him for a really, really long time. The recruitment you know, hype has been on him for a really, really long time. I just don't see this as a scenario where we lose him. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And don't clip that. <laughs> no, <laughs> do
0: not clip that. <laughs> For sure, it, it would be pretty dramatic if we did
1: lose them at this point.
0: Um, because it had it, to be, it yeah. had to be
1: our fault. It, there, there, there's there's right. no way that unless OU really, really screws up this season or something very bad happens, I, I just don't see a scenario where we lose them. Absolutely, absolutely.
0: I, I think it's. I think it's exciting to get that hard solid commit this isn't like a soft commit this isn't like a oh well maybe he you know quiet committed you know at at the barbecue this this is for real this is a big time deal uh it's solid it's legit it's exciting so i'm pumped about that um so now with stone intact um still a lot of work to do OU sitting around i believe i've seen uh rankings around 11 10 something like that just dancing around the outside of the top 10 um, what is, what, what is priority next for Brent Venables in that squad, uh, in terms
1: of, uh, rounding out this class, uh, and seeing what they can do next. I think everyone wants to talk about Nigel Smith. That's really what it is. And we talked about it beforehand coming on, like, we have to talk about Nigel Smith, you know, when we were talking about William Stonary and David Stone and, you know, Dominic McKinley and all these high hopes. Yeah, I feel like people forgot to talk about Nigel Smith a lot. Nigel Smith is that guy who's going to plug in and be a really, really great player for this team. He's a pure athlete, you know, multi-sport, basketball, um, football. His dad was a big-time basketball player. And we say, like, oh, man, we we missed out on all these five-star guys We have to deal with Nigel Smith. Nigel Smith is the kind of guy for Oklahoma that we go crazy for if we get – Aside from all of this David Stone, Nunnari stuff, like he's a top 100 guy in the nation, and the amount of athleticism that he has is a great, great project to put next to guys like David Stone. Who David Stone could be a day one guy come in to play big time minutes for this football team. Nigel Smith, you put him in the lab, you see what Jerry Schmidt does, and man, you see that athleticism come into full bloom. Like he is a really fun guy to have in this defensive line class yeah absolutely and he's the type of guy that in
0: previous uh iterations of the team i think we'd be going nuts over if we got him you know in, in terms of uh, a first guy we've just had this is such a very OU heavy d line class that i think naturally people were excited about williams newary uh people excited right. about uh, david stone for good reason but nigel smith he's not shop liver this guy's good yeah. and you know, definitely, def- definitely a guy who, you know, like you said, get him in with Schmidty, get him in with Todd Bates, get him in with uh, Miguel Chavis, that whole defensive line crew. Yeah, that that is that is exciting stuff, uh, to say the least. Uh, if we can land Nigel Smith, and you know, a lot of people when 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 the, when the doom was coming heavy on,
1: uh, on David Stone, they're like, look, we lose Stone, we gotta get Nigel Smith, or else it's really over. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and he's committing on September 8th. So legitimately right around the corner. Like say the word September right around the corner. That is so weird. Um, but it's it's about to come in like what two weeks from now. So yeah. I've heard and what I've read. Okay, I gotta stop saying I've heard. I don't have any sources. What I've read, it seems like OU is a strong lean here. Um, unless some kind of crazy surprise happens, I think Nigel Smith will be joining this Oklahoma recruiting class at 2022
0: yeah, and they're just fighting off Texas A&M, from what I understand. Is it's those, those yes. two? So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Anytime you get the Aggies involved, that's you know they're 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 basically in every race for a D lineman at this point. But you mm-hmm. know, at some point, you h- just hope the room's pretty packed. So,
1: yeah. Let's talk about other guys that we have got, Bobby. Um, who else have we got in the little graphic? If you guys aren't watching on YouTube, go do it right now. Bobby's been putting in some absolute work in the graphics. Got a new like you. If you're listening to the podcast, you're like, oh, it's the same old Schooner Pod intro sound but there's a brand new schooner pod little intro graphic that looks absolutely sweet. We're going to probably talk oh, about you. it again on our next episode. Um, but he's making this process really interactive, bringing up graphics of these players and their recruiting rankings. It's a really fun watch. So go subscribe to us on YouTube because Bobby's putting in the work. Oh, thank you, Jameson. I appreciate
0: that. But yeah, let's move on um, to some of the new commits as well. Because it wasn't just, um, wasn't just David Stone. And this Mm -hmm. one is one of those where I think we all kind of had an idea it was coming. We just didn't know when. And uh, this just popped up, kind of surprised me. But uh, Eli Bowen, Peyton Bowen's little brother, Mm -hmm. uh, committing to the Sooners. Um, If you look at the rankings, you know, you would think probably, you know, I don't want to say modest, uh, 74th in Texas, 37th uh, ranked quarterback in, um, in that class of 2024. But what does he bring to the table? Obviously an exciting deal. Um, you know, what we've seen with Peyton Bowen, very, very thrilling. But what does Eli bring to the table?
1: Yeah, Eli's smaller than Peyton. Let's just put that out there. And I understand, you know, oh, was he just kind of this consolation offer because Peyton was offered? Maybe that might have been a little bit into it. But at the same time, he's a really good athlete. He might play a little slot cornerback, outside cornerback, if he can put on some muscle. Maybe he's still growing. This kid is still young. You never know with gross spurts. Um, but he's, he's not the same body type as Peyton, um, but it's still a great addition to this class. And you say 74th in Texas. Texas got so much talent. Like, this oh, guy's yeah. still a borderline four-star, three-star kind of guy. Um, and, you know, he had big-time colleges going after him as well. So, it, yes, I understand that we might say, like, oh, it's just a family connection, but he's still a good piece for this class yeah
0: and you know anytime you can beat texas that's pretty great uh you know it seemed it was those two were the final two yeah and even though we had Mm -hmm. a significant advantage with uh you know the family connection always get a good to get a win over the longhorns there um all right next let's move on to another name uh andy bass out of uh, heritage hall exciting stuff uh i believe you know recruited as an athlete 17th in the state of mm-hmm.
1: Oklahoma, uh, by the two, four, seven composite, which um, is ridiculous. Two, four, seven yeah. needs to get ahead of things. So that is not, that's not absolutely right at all. 17th. Are you kidding me? The way yeah. this guy plays is so he's so much better than that.
0: It's it's this natural. I feel like heritage hall guys always are a little under recruited, a little undervalued. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Gavin Freeman, wasn't a massive, massive commit by any means, but he's, he's great. Uh, obviously a great Mm -hmm. program there at heritage uh, with uh, Brett Bogert in charge and everything going on. Um, Anyways, Andy Bass, what does he bring to this Oklahoma offense? And uh, what, what a a, a great deal getting a really solid in-state guy that, you know, like we mentioned in uh, a couple podcasts ago, this is the type of guy that would absolutely go to Kansas state and then uh, make us regret it the entire, you know, four years of him tearing it up on us.
1: Yeah, lifelong OU fan, and he had to decide, do I want to come to OU and get recruited as an athlete? And he's probably going to play slot wide receiver, just fall in line with his you know, old teammate Gavin Freeman um, and come in this really good slot wide receiver base that we're growing here at OU. Or do you want to go to like a K-State or a Syracuse and play quarterback? And when it comes down to it, like this guy is so athletic. He is so fast. That he's like, I'm gonna go live out my dream. I'm gonna play for OU because this is what I've always wanted to do. And to be honest with you, like I'm sure you can do really well if you play quarterback in college football. But it's uh, you know being a slot right wide receiver in this Oklahoma offense has shown and yielded to have really positive results for guys that are walk-ons. I'm pretty sure this is a not a full scholarship offer for him. I think it's kind of one of those mixture NIL kind of you pay him a little bit nil money and then he'll probably if he continues to do well throughout the year um kind of get that scholarship offer like you know gavin freeman just did last week so this guy is really exciting and i feel like people will talk about him just because he's you know an in-state kid and obviously we have the heritage hall connection because that's our alma mater but let's just not compare him to gavin freeman and say like he's gonna be the next big thing but he is really special <laughs> his speed is so fun to watch yeah absolutely an entirely different player from gavin freeman um
0: and I think to me, he's a, he's the type of guy who, can, who you can really get creative with uh, in, in an offense, really have some fun with, obviously he plays mm. quarterback um, in high school. Um, if you look at kind of, I mean, this, that's Jackson Arnold's position for the time being for quite a while. Um, and I, 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 they're not recruiting him to be a quarterback, but no. you have to imagine there's a lot of fun you can have. Uh, if you're Jeff Levy, you know what you can do with him, you know, that that he's a dynamic player that you can have just so much fun with, and I, I think mm-hmm. I think that's a guy who you circle as you know this is a this is a wild card weird player where you know you can do some fun stuff with um, to say yeah. the least.
1: Yeah. Um. Honestly, really eventful August, kind of the end of summer in terms of recruiting. It's been a lot of fun. Hopefully, Nigel Smith kind of gets with that September. Do you have any other graphics you got for us, Bobby, in terms of guys that we didn't talk about already? That is all I've got. Yeah, I, I think I think this 2024 class is starting to come into form. Um, but let me just give a quick shout-out before we go um, about this 2025 class because it is moving fast. And I kind of mentioned them a little bit earlier about like getting these okay preps, guys. C.J. Nixon, a 6'5 athlete out of Weatherford, uh, already committing to Oklahoma. Jaden Nickens from Millwood. Millwood is like a team that I feel like never really wanted to come to Oklahoma. We've always had troubles with them. You know, getting Jaden Nickens, one of the better wide receivers in the country, a uh, number two player in Oklahoma, big time move there. And then <laughs> Nate Roberts as well, like decommitting from Notre Dame, like probably going to come to Oklahoma. That's the top three, you know, Oklahoma guys in 2025. And then number four, Elijah Thomas, Oklahoma commit like, Kevin Sperry is at number six, but he's probably going to see his ranking go up. Like we are dominating. Okay. preps in 2025, shout out to that. And we've got a really good class. It's going to be a fun class to follow.
0: Yeah, absolutely. For everyone who has complained about the lack of, uh, Oklahomans lack of recruiting Oklahoma in the past, they're getting your wish. And you know, I, I look, I feel like the talent in the state has gotten better. So I, 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 I see it as nothing but a good thing. So I'm definitely excited about that. Anyways, I think that's pretty much it for our little Cruden Corner mini episode. Uh, if you're listening to this live, we're about to go on in about nine minutes to preview Game 1 Arkansas State. We're bringing Ty on. It'll be a great time. Um, it Proper schooner pod. We are back in the rhythm there. But uh, we definitely wanted to just kind of take this little, uh, this time to give Cruden Corner its proper due, especially with uh, what has happened uh, the past couple of days. Um and if you're listening to this on podcast, you know, it, look, I believe I'm not sure about my edi- editing schedule, but I believe the Arkansas State preview should be up. So uh, go check that out if you want to hear us talk about uh, the Sooners and the Red Wolves coming up this Saturday. Uh, Jameson, any fi- <laughs> it feels weird to ask if you had any final thoughts when we're about to go do another hour long and hour long podcast coming up. But uh, yeah,
1: um, send us out.
0: This is this is your, this is your deal. This is your. Yeah.
1: Uh, seriously I, I i hate saying go subscribe to us on youtube but please do it because we're putting in a lot of work we're making things look good and we're really upping our game also uh, i've been churning out some tiktoks and some youtube shorts as well about death chart projections i understand a lot of people are talking about that in the ou media right now But if you want a one minute form of each position group go check that out on tiktok and in youtube shorts i think i also put them out on facebook i'm slowly getting it there but they're coming out on tiktok first Go check that out. Um, very, very, uh, you know, helpful if you're trying to figure out who's at what position moving on to the season.
0: Yeah, that's something we're working on—the quick-hitting, small content because not everybody wants to listen to a full hour of me, you, and Ty ramble about the suitors. So it's, it, we're, we're trying to diversify our uh, content before folio to say the least. Well, mm-hmm. I'm going to end this the way that we probably should have started it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hit the. Music. I was waiting for it. I was waiting but, for it. Give me. W- Let's let our, let's let our guy send us off here. Jamison. Yes. What is this? Jamison. This is a. in Carter with Jamison.
1: Everybody dancing.
0: Oh, that's nice. Oh, oh, it was very nice. Have a good one, everyone. See y'all later for the Arkansas State Preview and Boomer Sooner, everybody.